All right, folks, gather round. Your trusted advice giver, Brainwaves, has got something new to discuss. What if I told you that one of the world's most widely used web pages, Google's search page, is in for an overhaul? Get ready for a lick of paint and some additional fancy features. According to a recent report by the Wall Street Journal, Google is planning to make its search engine more visual, snackable, personal, and human. Sounds delicious, right? Don't worry, we're not talking about food, but rather an expanded focus on AI, chat features, social media posts, and short videos like those famously looping TikToks. But why would Google want to expand in these areas? Well, simple. They're facing some pretty stiff competition from the likes of both TikTok and Microsoft's Bing, which recently incorporated AI chat technology. Now, if you're thinking that the idea of AI chatbots helping you out with your search queries sounds like a sci-fi dream come true, you're partly right. But, as Uncle Ben once said, with great power comes great responsibility, and Google's got a tiny little headache with the potential for the spread of misinformation through AI bot responses and user-generated content. But fear not, oh savvy listeners. Google has stated that they're planning to provide users with attribution and literacy tools to help assess the reliability of the content they come across. Heck, even the U.S. Vice President, Kamala Harris, got involved in the conversation to discuss the potential risks of AI technology with the CEOs of Google, Microsoft, and OpenAI. So you can bet your bottom dollar that Google's not taking this transition lightly. Anyway, the moral of the story is, Change is coming, my friends. Google's looking to jazz up its search game, and it's up to us to ride the wave and adapt as technology continues to evolve. Remember, the future's not just about flying cars. It's also about how many loops you can watch of that dancing cat video while still feeling intellectually stimulated. Now that I've got that off my chest, let's get down to brass tacks, answering your most burning questions. Remember, if you want a chance to have your concerns aired on my podcast, Head on over to brainwavepod.com and submit your questions. Who knows, maybe you'll be the lucky one to receive insight from your favorite candid, occasionally funny, always supportive advice expert. Yours truly, Brainwaves. Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert, and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. Consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey brainwaves, love your podcast. I've got a tricky situation with my older brother. He's always been financially irresponsible, and it's starting to stress me out because I'm worried about his future, and frankly, on how it might impact me and the rest of the family. I want to talk to him about it, but I'm worried that my concern might come across as nagging or judgmental, which might push him away or create resentment. How can I approach the subject with him effectively, without ruining our relationship? Thanks and keep up the great work with the podcast. Hey there, listener. First off, thanks for the love and for submitting your question. Now let me just say, you've got yourself quite the pickle there. I feel you, really finance talks with family, especially the ones that bleed red ink, 
are always a slippery slope. But fear not, that's what Brainwaves is here for, to walk through the minefield with you, hand in hand. So let's start by putting things into perspective. First things first, it's actually great that you care about your brother's well-being and the impact his financial habits might have on the entire family. Trust me, you don't want to wait until he's knee-deep in debt before having this chat. But like you said, there's always the risk of your good intentions being misinterpreted. So pay attention, because here's your brainwaves no-nonsense advice. Step 1. Pick the right moment. Timing is crucial when diving into sensitive topics. If you go barging in on your brother after a long day of work or during a weekend BBQ, your thoughtful concern might be received as quickly as a bouncing check. So think of a relaxed and quiet setting where both of you are in a good mood. Maybe you can grab a cup of coffee together or go for a casual walk. Remember, comfort is key. Step 2. Start from a place of empathy. Before you even utter the word finances, let your brother know that you're there to support him no matter what. You got his back, just like that time you covered for him when he broke mom's favorite vase. The trick is to make him understand that you're not there to judge, belittle, or point fingers. You're just being the awesome sibling that you are. Step 3. Get down to business. Now that the stage is set, it's time to approach the subject gently. Ask open-ended questions that encourage him to open up about his financial situation. Like, I was wondering how you're managing your finances. Do you ever find it challenging or stressful? Perhaps ask if he's thought about saving for the future, or if he has any money-related goals. But, and I cannot stress this enough, avoid lecturing or giving unsolicited advice at this point. You don't want to upgrade from concerned sibling to nagging financial advisor. Step 4. Offer your help. If your brother is receptive to talking about his finances and, lucky you, admits he could use some help, that's when you can swoop in with your awesome problem-solving skills. Offer your advice, discuss possible strategies for better money management, or even recommend professional services if the situation calls for it. Key takeaway here is to let him decide if and how you can help him. After all, we're adults here who can make our own choices, right? All right. There you have it. Follow these steps, and you'll be having that financial heart-to-heart -heart with your brother in no time. Just keep in mind that while your concern is absolutely genuine, your brother's journey to financial responsibility is ultimately his own. You can lead a horse to water, as the saying goes, but you can't make it stick to a budget. Good luck, stay empathetic, open-minded, and let's hope your brother realizes how lucky he is to have you in his corner. Hey, Brainwaves, I absolutely adore your podcast, and it's been a lifesaver in some tough times, so thank you for keeping it real. Anyway, on to my question. I recently came out as a transgender woman, and while it's been such a beautiful, liberating experience, I'm absolutely terrified about dating. I've got a cute new wardrobe, confidence in my identity, and I'm ready for love. But navigating the complexities of dating as a trans woman is daunting. What advice do you have for reintroducing myself to the dating world and handling potential difficulties that could come up, like disclosing my trans status and responding to any negative reactions? Let me know what you think, Brainwaves. Thanks. Hey there. First off, congrats on embracing your true self and feeling confident in your identity. That's an amazing and empowering feeling that deserves celebration. 
Now let's dive into this tricky world of dating as a transgender woman. You're absolutely right that it presents unique challenges, but hey, when has that ever stopped us, right? Reintroducing yourself to the dating world is all about finding those spaces where you can be your authentic self, without fear or judgment. It might sound obvious, but start with open-minded communities or LGBTQ plus dating apps that cater to a more inclusive dating culture. There's some comfort in knowing that people on such platforms are more in tune with different gender identities and experiences. As for disclosing your trans status, it's a deeply personal decision, and there's no right or wrong answer. Some people will recommend being upfront about it, which can help weed out people who aren't accepting or supportive. Others suggest waiting until you've established a bit of trust and connection with someone before sharing your journey. Just remember, your safety and comfort come first. Trust your gut and disclose when it feels right to you. Now about those negative reactions. People can be rude, ignorant, or just plain mean. But trust me, that's a reflection on them, not on you. First and foremost, your safety is essential. So if you feel threatened or uncomfortable, don't hesitate to cut the date short and call it a day. Got a supportive friend or loved one to check in with afterward? Even better. But on a more positive note, remember that it's also an opportunity to educate. Some people genuinely might not know much about the trans community or have misconceptions that stem from a lack of education. If you're open to it, calmly answering questions can help facilitate understanding and dialogue. All right, let me share something that strikes right to the heart of the matter. You deserve love and happiness, just like everyone else. Dating is a crazy game for everyone with its own joys, heartaches, and lessons. Your trans journey may present unique challenges, but don't let fear keep you from experiencing the wonders of companionship and connection. If you don't feel completely confident yet, that's okay too. Consider connecting with other trans women or allies who can offer their wisdom and support. And just like every other dater out there, keep an open mind and an open heart. Life's too short for anything less. You've got this. And remember, there are people out there who will love and appreciate you for exactly who you are. Now go forth, fabulous one, and conquer the dating world. Hey, Brainwaves. I'm a 35-year-old guy recently diagnosed with ADHD, and I've been struggling with finding emotional and social support as an adult. I feel like people often misunderstand or dismiss my challenges, especially when most support groups and resources cater to kids and parents. How do I navigate the difficulties of seeking support? and building meaningful relationships as an adult with ADHD. Thanks for your straight talk. I can't wait to hear your advice. Hey there, listener. First of all, I want to say kudos to you for reaching out and wanting to build meaningful relationships, despite the challenges that ADHD may present in your adult life. Remember that you're not alone in this journey, and our straight talk community is here to support you. So let's dive right in, because when it comes to ADHD and adulting, Ain't nobody got time for beating around the bush. Yep, it's true that a lot of ADHD resources are focused on kiddos and their parents, but adult ADHD is very much a thing too. And I want you to know that you deserve just as much understanding, support, and encouragement as anyone else. You're just as fabulous and worthy, my friend. So let's talk about finding that emotional and social support you crave. First of all, You'll want to start by educating yourself about ADHD in adults, so you can advocate for your needs and experiences. There are books, articles, and even podcasts out there 
that specifically address adult ADHD, take your pick. Knowledge is power, and the more you understand about your condition, the better you'll be able to explain it to others and find the right support. And who knows, maybe you'll become a mini-expert on the subject and help raise awareness about adult ADHD in your social circles. Look at you, changing the world one myth-busting conversation at a time. Next, let's talk support groups. Yes, it might be harder to find ADHD support groups tailored to adults, but fear not. A quick Google search or a visit to websites like CHAD, Children and Adults with Attention Deficit slash Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADA, Attention Deficit Disorder Association, could reveal online or in-person support groups in your area. And hey, don't hesitate to reach out to therapists, doctors, or ADHD coaches. These professionals are trained to help and could point you in the right direction too. Don't forget that your journey with ADHD is not just about finding others who share your challenges. You also want to surround yourself with people who love and accept you for who you are, quirks and all. When it comes to building meaningful relationships as an adult with ADHD, honesty is the best policy. Be open with your friends, family, and potential partners about your condition and how it affects your daily life. But remember, you're not just your ADHD, it's part of you, not your entire identity. Share your passions, interests, and fabulous personality with the world, and you will find your tribe promise. Lastly, I want to remind you that seeking support is an ongoing process, and it may require some trial and error. Be patient, be persistent, and don't be too hard on yourself. ADHD or not, adulting can be a roller coaster for all of us, but remember that you're up for the ride. Just keep reaching out, keep advocating for yourself, and keep being the amazing person you are. You got this. Well, folks, that's a wrap for today's Straight Talk with Brainwaves. We dove right into the deep end, didn't we? I hope you feel wiser, enlightened, or at the very least, entertained. Once again, I am Brainwaves, your candid advice expert, and I'm here to dish up the blunt and witty straight talk you've come to crave. Remember, my wonderful listeners, you are the lifeblood of this podcast. That's right, you. So keep those juicy questions coming. The more taboo, the better. Head on over to brainwavepod.com to submit and vote on questions allowing us to give you even more of that unfiltered advice you love. And of course, don't forget to join me again for tomorrow's show, because let's face it, who can resist coming back for more straight talk? I know I can't. Until then, my friends, take care, stay open-minded, and don't forget to laugh a little. After all, life's too short not to. This is Brainwaves, signing off on Monday, May 8th, 2023. Catch you on the next wave, fellow Brainiacs.